Welcome to the Bold AF Podcast. This is Ethan. I'm here with Connor and Aiden. Today's episode is the second part to the previous episode from last week. We're going to continue talking about our lives, our dreams, and how to be above average and excel in life. Cool. So, you know, we ended off last week um, talking about, you know, what we're grateful for, different aspects of our lives, some dreams, things like that. So, we only have a couple more questions that we're going to go over, and then from those questions, it's going to lead us perfectly into our next um, segue, um, you know, about the average life and stuff like that, and then how to overcome that. So, the next question that we have is, if you could travel to the, um, to the past in a time machine, what advice would you give to the six-year-old you? Um, and this, the, the reason why it's a six-year-old view is it, it's meant, this question is meant to not only um, you know be good advice, but it's supposed to be simple, right? What would you tell someone so simply to help benefit you know their life, especially being yourself, right? What would you want to know, and how do you say it so simply? That's a really good question because you have to think about the competency that your six-year-old self has. I mean, to put it very simply, I would just tell myself, do what you want to do and forget everybody else. Like, don't worry about what people think about you. Don't worry about if you have friends or not, which I did when I was six. But I mean, there were points in my life where I only had one friend that really we talked together and we hung out. And there were times where I had a lot. And so it was really just don't don't depend yourself. That was a big thing for me was basing my self-worth off of how many people that I thought, you know, that I could hang out with, like off my friends, my social media influence or whatever. Like it was just, yeah. So if I could go back and tell my six-year-old self, just focus on you and do your thing, people will follow and they'll see that example and they'll wish they were you. That's what I would tell myself. Because it's true. Like that's really the reality. I mean, if I could just go back in time, I would tell myself to just buy Bitcoin. (laughs) But but, uh, thinking about like what I would actually tell myself, Knowing myself, you know, I wasn't very confident as a kid, so I think I would just tell myself to not, again, kind of not care about what others think, and just go for my dreams, and just be excited about life. Don't be afraid to try new things, don't be afraid to to just experience life. I, I was held back a lot just because I was either worried about what would happen to me, or what people would think of me. So I think... If I was able to get over that earlier, get over my own self-consciousness and my own fears, I think I could have excelled a lot further in life. Yeah, when I think about what I would what I would say to myself, you know, I, I, I do have three nephews, and, and they're all younger. They're all about the age yeah. age group, right? That I would be talking to, and so just like that, the mindset. And, and the way I talk to them now, even, you know, are just about, you know, being themselves and stuff. But if I was able to tell myself one thing, because I, as, especially as I was a child, like, I was pretty crazy, I, I'd say. At the same time, I've always had, like, these massive dreams. Like, I always, like, I was always like, I want to do these massive, massive things. I want to leave massive impact. And I would honestly just be like, start now. Like, don't, over time, there's been so many times where I haven't jumped in and just done it. I was afraid, right? What people are going to think of me, you know, just like the lack of knowledge and stuff. But it was like, just start, just go, go for it. Right. Cause it's like you, 
you have so much more ability than you really think you do. Yeah. Um, and that was like one of, cause you know, and all of us talked about, we all had like that lack of confidence, yeah. um, whether it was friend groups or, you know, just different things like that. And, and that was like, I don't know, I did have tons of friends and things like that. And, and for the most part, you know, I was successful. I, you know, sports, things like that. But at the same time, I think about the impact I could have had if the bigger goals that I wanted to accomplish, I wasn't so afraid to start them now and and so that's what I'd say is just like don't don't be afraid to start everything that you want to do you're going to do it right like I'm like everything I wanted to do as a child I've already done it right I've started businesses I've made a, a mass amount of friends I've, I've done those things and now I'm like okay well if you could have already accomplished that it's like how much more would I have would I have done now if it's like if I would have just started earlier right if I would have cared a little bit more when I was earlier right yeah and and so that that's the one thing I, I reflect on yeah because I mean even I mean all of us kind of talked about like just getting over fear getting over what other people say and everything and I mean even in uh, rich dad poor dad with Robert Kiyosaki he was saying that um, you know it's not the intelligent that win the race it's the bold you know it's the courageous it's the people who get over their fears and step out of their comfort zone and try new things. So, you know, it's honestly like all three of us were kind of along the same lines. Just don't be afraid to just go for your dreams. Try, you know, try new things. Be excited about life. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Um, so now kind of looking back now on, on you know, your life uh, and what you've done. You know, all of us are, you know, early to mid-20s. Um, so the next question is, what life lesson did you learn the hard way? Um, the, you know, there's so many different ways for, that we've all failed. Um, and I, I think this is a perfect thing to talk about just to understand the different things that we've all been through. And then just like, what did you do to overcome that as well? Um, yeah. One of the life lessons, or I guess a principle more so, is like you reap what you sow. Like whatever you put into something, that's what you're gonna get out. And I, since I moved out of my parents' place like seven or eight months ago now, it's been really hard. Like just living out on my own, not so much financially. Like I'm very stable financially, but like well, where I have like my emotional state of being, my like where I'm at. You know, like I've been, you know, pretty much just by myself. I haven't done a whole. Lot. Well, that's mainly because of the coronavirus, but. It's all part of that is like, I just am really, I have a disposition to be very lazy. And so if I don't do stuff, like I get really like angry at myself because I didn't put in a lot of effort. And so if I don't really, you know, kick myself, you know, get my, get my stuff going, then nothing's going to happen. And I'll get frustrated with that when it doesn't because I haven't done anything. And so the life lesson that really I've learned a lot is just, if you want something, go for it because if you don't, it's never gonna come. And it's either work for your dreams now or you're gonna work for someone else's dreams later. And I've, I've seen that a lot, like right now, I'm, I'm building up someone else's dream, someone else's empire at the company I work for, and I'm not doing hardly anything for my own. Like, I, I work on it occasionally, but I'm really, I'm, I am sowing what I've reaped, and it's really not a lot. And so that's, that's one of the life lessons I've learned, just the hard ways, the last few months, handful of months, they've. Not been awesome, but it's good. It's good because I've learned a lot from that. 
got a lot of experience, growth, maturity from it. So it's been neat. That's cool. One thing that um, I've learned, and I've learned this several times because I guess I keep reverting back to it, is just not to settle. Um, you know, before before our church missions, I had you know a, a a girlfriend and everything, and you know she wanted me just to have a normal job, to not go on this church mission, to just be with her, and I really thought about it like. I, I was totally down just to do it. And then looking back on it after I decided, I ended up deciding to go on that, that mission. Um, I, I, you know, I'm so much happier because I realized just how held down I was and tied down to an idea that was just so small minded and so, you know, so low on what I could achieve. And then again, when I got home from my mission, I started working for my dad's stonemasonry company and, you know, doing construction. Like, construction is a good career. My dad's taken care of my family for years, you know, like, ever since I was born. But for myself, just working for somebody else, and especially in, in a career like that, it, it felt like settling to me. And I could feel myself getting more and more frustrated each day with just the lack of movement and the lack of excitement that I had for that life. So I think for myself, the hardest lesson I've learned is just not to settle, to go for my dreams, to be excited about life and to just, you know, not be average. But I've had to learn it the hard way a couple of times. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Uh, the, the example you gave, cause that's actually kind of where I'm going with mine uh, is when it comes to life lessons I'm actually going to segue this kind of with another question that I, you made me think of right there. Um, and it's honestly like, you know, because that's a life lesson, but going along with the life lesson, what it, would you say is like your biggest downfall or your biggest, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, that's keeping you back. Uh, your Achilles heel. Yeah, your Achilles heel, right? And so I'm going to answer both in the one question, okay? Because okay, okay. I'm going to answer that question and then follow it up with, like, the lesson I learned. My biggest Achilles heel is relationships. It's love. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. I am. And, <laughs> you, know, you know, you're laughing because you know it. You know it. it, it it's from – I, I was in high – you know, back when we were in high school, too – I, I got in a relationship and, and it was phenomenal. It was. And, you know, we definitely pushed each other and, and stuff. But at the same time, I, I got so focused on her that I wasn't focused on what I was doing and accomplishing in life. And it, it really ended up putting like a lot of blinders on me because it, it got to the point where I was like, you know, I thought I knew what I wanted to do and I didn't know what I wanted to do anymore because it was like all I knew was it was her. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then same thing. I got back from the mission. I ended up getting married and big Achilles heel, right? Uh, where it was like, <laughs> you know, it, it, it was a great lesson though, right? And, and, that's, and that's where it goes into like the, the life lesson that I learned um, is even when it comes to relationships and being with people that you really care about. Um, and, you know, we were talking about this earlier today with like friends and stuff like that like when it comes down to like us as friends you know we've always been there to support and you don't let us you know we, we don't let each other lag right yeah. and we call each other out when we do right we call each other on our shit 
Um, but whenever, whenever I'm in a relationship, I kind of just let it fade. And I'm like, honestly, like I just enjoy you being here. And so then I stop working as hard. I stop doing everything I need to, to become and accomplish the dreams and goals I set out for myself. Right. So the kind of the life lesson I, I learn, I've learned, you know, and you know, I've been in a lot of relationships ever since, you know, I've been in a couple, but it's, it, it's basically doesn't matter who comes into my life that I'm just never going to give up on myself. That Like that's the lesson I've learned. And that's, and, and to be honest, I think that's why I kind of stray away from relationships is I'm still trying to conquer that aspect of myself yeah. where it's like, I need to just not let go. Right. And not give up. And so then it's like, you know what? It's like, if I knew something was like poisonous and I'm not going to go near it. And I think that's how I've been treating relationships. I know I need to jump back in, you know, eventually and yeah. conquer that. Um, but yeah, that's the life lesson I learned is it's like, doesn't matter who it is. It, it doesn't matter if it's family, friends, a spouse, a relationship. It should never deter you away from what you really want because all it did was make me unhappy. Yeah. Right. You know, not, you know, I'm, I'm divorced now. Right. So it's like, it, all it did, all it did, was make me unhappy. At the end of the day, to just give up on myself so easily, and then the lesson I learned is I'm just never going to do that again. I'm never going to, I'm never going to give up, regardless of who it is or you know what they want from me. You know, I, I'm coming first. Um, so that's also my Achilles heel. Um, so yeah, before we move on, I, I also kind of want to know what you guys' Achilles heels are. I feel like we kind of answered this in the last one, but my biggest Achilles here really just myself, like my own mental, like, I don't know, I just, I really overthink things a lot. I really think that's what it is, is I overthink things too much. I'll think about every single possible way that something could fail and then I'll just get really demotivated based off of that. Or I'm like, I'll think of a million different ways that something could work and then that doesn't get outweighed by the amount of ways that it couldn't work. Or I'll think about the things I could fail. I'll think about, you know, five years down the road, the consequences of this action. Like, I just overthink a lot of things. And it's like being in, having the ability to think like that is a pro and it's a con because you can look years down the road and you can see the future of something. You can see your life. You can see how things go, which is both good and bad, obviously, for whatever you're in. Like, if you're in a relationship, that could be really good. But if you're in a business, that could be really bad. And so it's just hard getting over that to just do what needs to get done and focus on the short term as long as it coincides with the long term like setting that goal and sticking to it no matter how I feel that day no matter what gets into my head no matter who tells me I can't do it no matter what that that goes on there and it's um that really is just hard because it's literally just me myself and I like I have to take myself out of the gutter like surely I have friends but they're never going to understand truly how I feel and what I'm going through and so that's why I have to focus so much on personal development and focusing on myself is because literally I'm the only one that's only ever going to be there for me for the rest of my life, you know, other than like eventually I'll get married or whatever. But I mean, even still, like there's only so much that a spouse can do for you. Like it's your own self that knows what you're going through and how to get yourself out. And that's really been the biggest hindrance, the biggest hardship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mine, I would say is just wanting an easy life you know i think i have a tendency to settle you know like i was saying like I, i've had to learn this the hard way several times but i mean ultimately you know what's driving me to work so hard right now is because eventually i do want to settle i want to relax and just have an awesome life and it's like 
there's nothing wrong with that, but like I need to, you know, like that's my biggest Achilles heel is I want to just, you know, like my ultimate dream life is just to hang out with my family all day and just have fun going and playing and doing things with them. So not, you know, settling is my, my biggest Achilles heel. And so I'm trying to work on that. Difficult to work hard when you know that the reason you're working hard is so that you never have to work again. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, Which I mean is what most of us are working for. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like funny. it's to work in a different way. Yeah, and it I think is. yeah, I think that's the thing behind it is it's you know just knowing you. I don't think it's so much that you just want to like let go of everything, yeah. but it's about how you manage it at the end of the day, exactly. right? Managing your time, managing your wealth, all of it, right? Because I don't think that you ever want to stop yeah it's to a true. degree it's right true. it's, it's true. just it's just how are you doing it right is it yeah. are you you know grinding 20 day 20 hour days you know and grueling sweat and heat and shit yeah. or do you rather be doing that with luxury right yeah exactly <laughs> you know, but i'd rather, rather be on like my own private island <laughs> yeah yeah you know but, having people just working for me trading stocks all that kind of stuff yeah or serving yeah. food uh-huh. Grapes, that's right. Man. That's right. Yeah. You know, and I think Super that's like the bug. I, I think that's like the bug, though, is it's like the once you catch like that little bit of flame, right, where you mm-hmm. where it's like, you know what, not only do I want to accomplish it, but I can and I will. Yeah, that doesn't ever burn out because there's always more to do and more people to help and more things to accomplish. Um, and I and I think that's where it's like just starting out, which I think that's like this is perfect you know, to lead into our next topic, which is about being average, you know, why, you know, cause we're surrounded by average people all the time, yeah. right? That's why most people are held down, right? Because we know that you are the average of the five people you're around. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's also why most people get offended because they don't realize that there's more that they need and should be doing. And so they get yeah. frustrated. They don't like what people are saying. Yeah. And, and so that's the thing is, so the, the, the topic is about like, why do people want to stay average, right? You know, it, it, there's so many different things that play into this. You know, there's science, there's just basic human traits and habits and why we want to do it, you know, down to just like the ease, right? And, and you know, that, that's, we've all talked about it. It's just the easiness. And I, and I think all of us have been average at one point in our life or another, right? Where it's like, yeah. we just wanted to sell, right? We talked about that. You know, being in relationships, different things like that, just growing up. Um, so, what 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 would you constitute someone for being average, and what like what makes them that way? What why would why would someone want to stay average rather than overcoming their goals and and their dreams? Well, I think that the main reason people are average is they're just taught that that's the way that it should be. Like, how many times growing up were we told just go to school, go to college, get a job? and then work until you're 65 and retire like that's literally what everyone tells you to do it's, you're almost brainwashed for gonna say something like that is that's life you know we look at all these movies and we see that the main characters you know that's what they do or have a nice nuclear family with a suburban neighborhood and a white picket fence you know have two kids whatever so you don't have population you know depopulation or whatever and it's just people see that so much that that just becomes their belief system like even myself like I didn't really believe that I could accomplish anything more than you know what like people making over a hundred thousand dollars a year is like that's a lot of money and then when I hear people make a hundred thousand dollars a month and leading into the millions and tens of millions and billions of dollars even a year just themselves 
I was like, holy crap, like there's no way that's possible for me because I'm just one of those normal guys. You know, and it's it's hard because we do see ourselves and we do see our failures and we see that we, we think that we're less than other people and so that doesn't help our mindset and our belief either. But I feel like really the main reason people are average is because that's what they're taught. That's what they that's all that they can believe for themselves. It really comes down to belief. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean I totally would agree with that. I think that a lot of people, you know, they're raised by their parents' beliefs, they're raised by their friends' beliefs, they're raised by their teachers, their, you know, like, their examples in life. A lot of the people in the world are average. You know, they may be exceptional in terms of, like, their personality and how much they care for and love people, but in terms of, like, reaching their goals and dreams and and even just having goals and dreams, a lot of people are average because they're taught... Yeah, go to school, go get a go get a good job, work for the man, you know, and eventually you'll be as long as you save up enough and maybe do a little bit of investing into like Roth IRAs and four hundred one ks and all that crap. And I'm not saying that that's not good. Like it, it's good to have that as an extra thing, but that should not be your end goal, you know. And most people are taught that is all that life is, and the best thing you can do is go and have a family and teach them the exact same thing. Nobody's taught about like financial literacy like in Rich Dad and Poor Dad. Nobody's taught that you can have bigger dreams. You know, everybody says you can do what you want, you know, like, you know, especially in today's society, it has grown a lot more with you can achieve whatever you want to, you know, but it's also like everybody gets a trophy, you know, it's really like Nobody sits down with their kids or, or even, you know, just sits down with people and is saying, look, you need to put in a ton of work in order to be above average. You need to be, if you want to be excellent, then you have to live an excellent life, which means that you can't be just sitting around and playing all the time and you have to learn more than anybody else. You have to be exceptional yourself if you want an exceptional life and for most people that's too much work that's that's just too difficult and it's something that they can't see themselves ever doing because they can't they can't find that vision there's nobody to help them to see that that's something that can happen yeah and i also think that the root cause behind being average isn't a recent thing okay we're talking we're going back thousands of years years. okay when you think about um you know, a thousand years ago, if, if, you know, even, you know, back in the, you know, the Stone Ages, Middle Ages, not Stone Ages, Middle Ages, right? The Dark Ages, um, right? Like, throughout all time, the, the funny thing is, is most people didn't have goals or dreams. Like, that's like a new concept yeah. in the last 150 years only. was to build up a wealth and to let it go on, right? Exactly. And that, that's only in the last 150 years as technology has progressed, where we that's can true. do more than just like a daily, like live on a farm or be a blacksmith, right? Because here's the thing, being average wasn't, well, you know, if you couldn't achieve goals and dreams and that wasn't a thing, average wasn't a thing either, right? It was yeah. just living life, right? Yeah. It was, you had to do what you had to do to have food on your table and to survive till tomorrow. Right, And that could have kind of come from the class system too, because it was almost, I mean, even in India today, I know it's really difficult to jump mm-hmm. classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like that, that, that's still uh, being 
permeated today and I think it's kind of bled into our culture and into how we teach people and how how people are viewed is that whole class system from you know thousands of years ago it's archaic yeah, yeah well and that's going back to even the stone ages right because and I, and I brought it up multiple times you know the human species was originally started out as in tribes of like 150 right mm-hmm. where you came in and you had a specific job right and from there it created this archaic system right because if you were the leader right which means you had the most responsibility you were required to make sure everybody survived had food uh-huh. right and thrived right and then from there it turned into this archaic system where okay well if you're taking care of me you get more right and yeah. so you can do it but at the same time it was literally just like i need to survive right and so this goes into our basic human genetics right where we naturally want to just survive and make it till tomorrow, but we want it the easiest way possible, right? That's why exactly. we started creating tools, right? We started doing things, right? We created the wheel. Because we started using animals to help us do yeah, our work. Yeah, it wasn't so much as a dream as it was like, hey, this is a necessity, right? And it, so when you think about it, um, even today, right, We when we get mass amounts of cortisol into our system, mm-hmm. what does it do? It creates stress, right? Yeah, and yeah. And we get stressed out, right? Now, the human body does not want that stress. So we naturally revert to the instinct of, hey, and what and what we call average today, right? Yeah. Where it's like, I just need enough to make it till tomorrow. We aren't, you know, out in a field gathering food or hunting anymore for it. You know, most of us just have an average job, right? Yeah. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we've, we've made up these terms because it's like, well, this is average, but you can accomplish more than that now. Because, once again, back in the day... You, there was no dreams, it, it, you know, unless you were wealthy and your dream was basically, I just want to live as easy as possible. That's natural behavior, mm-hmm. right? But now that it's open to anything, right? You can go and do anything, right? There's actually things that we, you know, is fun and, you know, you can explore, you can go travel the world now and it's instantaneous, right? Yeah. There's so much more that we want to accomplish, right? And so that the inherent nature from just being like, I just need to survive to now it's like, I want to thrive. And that's why we see so many things now where it's like, oh, you know, there's all these like gurus and these things where it's like, you can become more, right? And I think it's a phenomenal thing because it's just changing like how society is growing as a whole. But I think that's where when you talk about being average, where, you know, you're talking about the basic instinct of like, you know, when you're talking to like fight or flight, you want it as easy as possible. Right, that's just so natural to the human body. And so now to break out of that, where it's like you're constantly putting yourself, right? If you're going into business or you're putting yourself into a position that you need to be growing, right? Self-development, you're putting doses of cortisol into your body where it's putting you in this stress state a lot more often, right? Because you have more responsibilities. You know, when you understand it, right? You were talking, you know, about as you learn these things, right? You know, it, you know, it, can also create depression because it's like, wow, I'm not doing enough, right? And it's this lack. And so you're knowingly, anytime you want to grow and to put yourself into the next position, you're knowingly putting yourself through this, right? And it's hard, that's the most difficult part, right? Is it's the science behind it, is overcoming this, you know, 5,000 year old human trait system and now we're trying to change it in one generation, right? Because once again, this is in the last 150 years. There, there, there's not many people that have been able to take these steps up, right? And so now it's like yeah. we're we're deciding to do this for not only us but our future generations to come, right? That's you know that's a big thing, you know, um, generational wealth and and yeah. that success. And and but I think that's why most people inherently just want to be average and just 
live till tomorrow, right? And you know, they'll have a family. They just stick in it because it's like, well, it's at least easier. Even though it's not because at the end of the day, it's like, well, if you just do that, you're just going to end up dying, right? Yeah, you're just yeah, basically yeah. living like any other animal on this planet, right? You're just going to make work enough. all the way until you die. Yeah, you just work all the way until you die where what we're saying is like, hey, look, we're going to put in an excess amount of work now and we're going to fight through that shit, right? It's a lot harder, yeah. but there's a reward behind it, not just for me, but for future generations, right? And I think that's where... Um, I think that's where when we come through and it's like, hey, look, I want to achieve something more, right? And it's like you have like this drive behind you. It's absolutely phenomenal because this is this is a recent development. This is so new to just the human race mm-hmm. in general, right? Now, you know, now we have free, um, billionaires going to fucking space. Like it's like, you know, th- like th- it's all a space race, right? Now. You know, because like, even back in our because even back in our archaic system with kings and queens their whole thing was not to work, right? It was to yeah. sit there and to just enjoy life. But now it's like, it's not even just to enjoy life, but it's to progress life, right? Yeah. That's the difference, yeah. right? So when we came up with this, the term of being average, all we were saying is, hey, look, I'm labeling the, you know, the past you know, couple centuries um, and millennia of just living life, right? That's all it is. Average is just living life Don't to the basic things. needs. Yes, it's just basic needs, right? Yeah. And what we're trying to accomplish is More changing that. future generations, right? This is the, you know, the flip, the, you know, in, I, I honestly think we're at the flip side of, you know, the real start of the world, right? Up to yeah. this point, it's just been fighting to stay alive. Now it's, you know, fighting to change the, you know, not just the world, but future worlds, right? We're trying to yeah. get to Mars. We're trying to do these things. And that's what the power is behind it is to change, um, so, you know, going along that now, you know, and, and you can finish off with any other comments mm-hmm. you want about being average and what makes you average. Um, but where I kind of want to go with that is like, the how do you get out of that? And I know we've hit multiple points along the way, you know, of what we do and things like that. But it's like, if you could tell, you know, we, we see them on the street, right? And it's like, you know, we've talked about talking to your six-year-old self and things like that, but it's like, how do you teach someone that it's like you don't have to just keep living your primal instincts anymore, mm-hmm. right? How do you open that up? You know, we've all had like that flipping switch in our life where like it finally opened up to us where it was like, wait, there's more, right? I can actually do this, right? So how would you do that to someone? How would you flip someone else's switch? Honestly, you know, I think because when we were all kind of talking about what we would tell our six, like our six-year-old selves, it was, it was pretty generic and kind of an overall idea. You know, it's like, I think if you want somebody to be above average, that they have to improve their own mindset and see past average. You know, and so it's like, you can, you can try to give them steps, but honestly, it comes down to, they need to experience that there could be more. They need to, they need to actually just step out and do something that they're not used to that's that's out of their comfort zone, that's out of their realm of area of expertise. They need to do something that's not average for them. They need to do something that's exceptional even or difficult in order to see that there's more. You know, you kind of need that slap in the face like, hey, this isn't all life is meant to be in order to get over this is all life is, you know? 
And so, you know, you could give them steps like have an awesome morning, you know, wake up early, go exercise, read, you know, get, get all ready. You can give them all these steps, you know, and all of that stuff is good. All of that stuff helps improve and gets you to the point where you could experience something that's above average or exceptional or difficult, but that's not what's difficult or, you know, the exceptional experience. They need to have those experiences. So I would tell people that they need to find something that they can actually do that's not normal to their normal life. They need to go out and actually experience more. They need to go see new things. They need to go learn new things. They need to go try new things. You know, it's like, if you're afraid of business, go start a business. If you don't understand business, go learn about it at least. Yeah. What do you think, Adam? Well, along those same lines, Con I mean, Ethan really just pretty much hit it right on the head. Like, you have to be broken down quite a bit to realize that you've lived complacent lives. Like, a lot of people who have started businesses, you know, they came from mediocre, they came from really just suck lives. You know, like Bill Gates, he wasn't, he was just a kid in school and he was like just bored and lonely and he wanted to get you know see what girls in his class would sit next to him based on the computer algorithm and so he wrote it and then he's like hey i'm actually kind of good at this i like this and he made you know one of the world's most successful tech companies same with steve jobs him and steve wozniak they were working out of their garage literally they didn't have anything else to do they were literally just in a garage it was pretty like an old house everything too and they came from pretty much nothing like how many rappers have started you know from the bottom and now they're where they are like, you know, like, yeah, Drake being, you know, that that's really, he gave us the key to success right there. Like, we don't realize it, but a lot of people, when they're broken down to their core, like Robert Downey Jr., he's one of the world's most recognized actors. Well, a lot of people don't know is that he had a huge drug problem and that he was in rehab and his life was literally in the gutter for a long time. Well, then he saw what was possible and he came out of that. He was so fed up with just the crap of life on the left side, per se, that he wanted to go all the way, as far away from that as he could. And now, you know, he signs a movie deal and he makes, you know, several million dollars. Like it's an eight-figure you know, eight movie deal sometimes, or a nine, nine-figure movie deal with these things. Especially with Marvel and playing Iron Man all that many times. It's the same thing. Like, you really just have to be beaten down to your core. And then if you're not, you have to know what's possible. Like, what I think is great about all this, what you were saying, Connor, about the last 150 years about just how we've grown as a society, how we've grown as a civilization, is that people see what's possible, they know what's out there, and they go and get it. Like, especially starting off with the original monopolies with the, you know, the Rockefeller and his oil empire, and then we have um, J.P. Morgan, all that stuff. Like, when they started the Industrial Revolution, they showed people it was possible, and they fought for it, and they really, we have now tons of big, huge companies that are worth you know, 10 times what those previous monopolies were worth. I mean, you know, J.P. Morgan and Rockefeller, they're still around, you know? And like they have, their generational wealth was so great that it still persists even to this very day. And I think social media has helped with that, is showing people it's possible. Because a lot of people, you know, they just live a straight line. Like their life doesn't go up or down. It's the more down your life goes, the higher up that you can go. Like it's a trampoline, like it's basic science. The farther down you go on a trampoline, the higher you're gonna bounce back up. But if you just stand on the trampoline, you're not going up or down. You're just kind of in the same place. And that's when you want to go up, you have to have gone down first. And if you haven't gone down, you really just need to see the way to go up and climb that ladder. Yeah. yeah. 
I also think though that because a lot of people would say that they have difficult lives and, and it's true there is a lot of hard times and there's a lot of hardships you know everybody has sucky times but it's like are you going to just stay down in that hole that you know got dug or are you going to stay down where somebody knocked you down like are you going to stay down or are you going to get back up because once you see that you can get back up that's when you can see that there's more to life than just being average yeah I, I love what both of you guys said because it was exactly where I was like kind of, you know, where I was exactly imagining it would go. Um, and it's funny, you know, all of us served a mission and it's like funny because like the best, the, the best way to teach people is after they've been through the shitter, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what is it? It's death, you know, family, you know, new births, anything that is out of the normal, right? That creates a hardship of some kind mm-hmm. is when you're the most vulnerable to change and and the reason why right because once again in those moments you have so many different endorphins going into your body right where you become more attentive right because you get into this fight or flight scenario and then it's like well shit i need to do something right and so it's like oh well if i get into a position of this well now you're open up and so you're trying to figure out how to solve this problem and so you start becoming a lot more attentive and aware and so I think that's where, you know, it's funny because it's simply said where they're like fail, right? Every, every person's like, you need to fail, right? To succeed. Yeah. But it goes, it's way more in depth than that, right? It's the trampoline experience you just said. You have to go through the shit in order to have the good stuff, right? Yeah, it has to be hard. And that's really the big secret behind it. There, none of us, the, the switch flip for us, you know, because, you know, yeah, you were saying, you were saying, Ethan, that everyone has hard times, right? Mm-hmm. You know. And it's hard, yes, and, and I would never disregard that in any in any manner. But I think it's they they're putting themselves in this hardship in their own mindset because they're comparing it against the success, right? And so if you have an average person, right, you know, and if we're going back over 150 years ago, what people consider shitty today is just normal. That everyone goes through that. That's it's very mundane. It's not yeah. it's not bad, right? We've all experienced death. We've all experienced failure, right? It's it, okay. At the end of the day, it's like what the average person thinks they're going through the shitter. And I'm not doing this in any disregards to like your feelings and how it is. I still think it's hard, but it's because you're basing that off of your own mindset. Now, what's really hard is being able to not only recognize that, but to overcome that. So to flip a switch, you know, just like you do when you teach anybody, it's like, the you know one I I always like to recognize people when they are going through the shitter because mm-hmm. that's once again that's the best way to help them get out of it or you know is like hey look there's more than just what you're currently doing because guess what if you keep doing what you're currently doing it seems like you're always in the shitter there's no upside yeah. right but that's the thing is it's like the more downs I've had right the the, the harder it has gone for me the more bliss I see on the other side, right? Yeah. Those highs are even more extremely high because instead of just having a shitty time and like failing at something and then it's just still shitty, it's like, wow, I failed at this, but I've also succeeded in this and now it's like, wow, I have so much more I can go out and accomplish, right? And I've done, yeah. you know, I can go travel more. I can go do more things with it. So it's like, it makes those hard times worth it, right? And that's where it's like, I don't want to just live till tomorrow. Because if I live till tomorrow, right, I'm going to run out of food and I'm going to have to go get food again. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that, you know, basic instinct, right? Exactly. If I, I went hunting today, I, I hiked miles and miles and miles, I'm going to have to do it tomorrow to get more food. Okay, well, it's like, well, if I go and spend 
a couple weeks out in the forest and get tons of food, how long is that going to last me, right? You know, that, that, that's the difference. Is Instead of waking up every day feeling like, wow, I just need to make it till tomorrow. I'm like, man, I'm going to go as hard as I possibly can today and tomorrow and the next day and for as long as I possibly need to do in order to have those extremely highs where it's like I can be on top of the world where it's like, oh, we want to go to Alaska or Florida or something like that. And it's like, man, I can just absolutely enjoy it and not have to worry about being like, well, shit, when I get back, you know, it's going to be miserable. And yeah. I have to go back to that, right? It's like, no, that's the blissful side. And so that's what I would say is both what you said is in order for someone to understand it, it is on a very individual level, but I think that's where the benefit is. There's so many people coming out talking about it anymore. Like, hey, you can improve, you can succeed. But I would honestly recommend to people in the moments where it hurts the most, right? If there's a death, if there's things going on in your life that you can't control, right? Those, if you're fighting depression, things like that. Those are the perfect moments to start realizing, hey, look, I have an opportunity to change. And what everybody's telling me, this isn't new. Like this, it's new to you know the world in general, but it's not new. It's not like you don't see this all online all the time. It's everywhere, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick a point and fucking start. That, that's that's what it really is. When you when you recognize how shady it is, right? The light switch is right there. Yeah. All you have to do is start, right? See, but you also, a lot of people take that hardship and they just want to minimize the damage they want to make it easy so it's like you can't you can't just try to make your life easy again mm-hmm. you gotta accept that something hard happened and you have to go and put yourself in a position where more hard stuff could happen because mm-hmm. when you put yourself in those positions you're also putting yourself in a position for success it's like the feelings of um, what is it excitement versus uh, what it's the same it's the same feeling I forgot what is the uh... never mind forget do you have any other thoughts on I mean it's it does come down to just complacency a lot of people they get beaten up and then they just stay there because they're like man well this sucks my life is awful I'm just gonna pity myself and then they never get themselves out of the ditch well it's like dude like the whole point that you're in the ditch is so that you can get out and realize that you don't like being in the ditch <laughs> And go out on the road, you know, on the road, <laughs> I don't know what I just said, on the road, hitchhike a car, and then, you know, get going down the road of life again. Like, go, like, just don't stay, don't stay where you are. So many people just stay like, oh my gosh, I have so much money in student debt, I'm, you know, struggling, all these things. Well, yes, you are, but realize what you're doing that got you there. Stop doing that thing, and then get your life back in order. Really just get your ish together, dude. Like, quit messing around. Figure yourself out. Take some time every day to just meditate for like 10 minutes, realize what you need to do that day, what you need to change, what you need to do better, and you're gonna have a so much better life than you would have thought. It is an investment. People talk about investing in yourselves, and it. I didn't understand really what that meant until I really like started learning about personal development, like self-help, but not really self-help. It's mainly just like self-growth. Is it yourself is really an investment. You're not gonna see the payouts for your investments for years probably and it's going to take a long time for those habits to pay off and trickle into every aspect of your life like it takes a long time for you know waking up at a decent hour going to bed at the same time like getting a sleep schedule set up then having a disciplined you know scheduled throughout the day spending time on your job you know other things your goals for instance all that takes years and years but 
I would rather be a lot farther off in my life in five years than be five years ahead and realize that I've stayed stagnant for the last five years. Like that is the most scariest thing to me is seeing, like imagining seeing myself in five years and realizing that I've gotten nowhere. If, I've even, if I'm even just a little bit ahead of where I am right now, that's still better than nothing. But that's really what scares me the most is realizing that I haven't accomplished anything with my life. That's, if you like read stories about people who are on their deathbed, they say that their biggest life regret was not having done more things that made them happy and because they wasted their life doing things that they thought they needed to do that weren't really important, like working all the time for someone else's dream. So if you're like us and you feel like you don't want to settle for mediocrity, definitely keep tuning into the podcast because we're going to go over that every single week. We're going over that for the next few years. Follow us on our influencer channels, social medias. I think you'll have a great time. But thanks for joining us today. It's been dope. See you next week, man.